You're listening to Cinema Geekly Premium, premium podcast from premium people. Thanks for your support. Today we are canceling the apocalypse! First, Caitlin's taken. Now who else? Everybody's gonna realize sooner or later that I don't have my speed. I'm just a regular guy. How are we gonna stop that guy? The suit will only absorb one of Gray's punches. Anything more than that, you'll be like a pinata. Please. Another episode of the legendary Flashing Arrows of Tomorrow, where each week, myself along with usually somebody else, <laughs> discusses the DC triple shot on the CW. That's not going to happen uh, this week. Glenn has been having some issues down in Texas, technologically wise. Uh, we tried to get something going on Skype with his cell phone, and it's not working. So I'm flying solo. Not enough time to get anybody else on the show. Uh, Glenn didn't even get to watch Legends of Tomorrow, so uh, I'm going to run through these three shows as quickly as humanly possible, uh, and I have short things to say about each of them. I will score them, and we will move on to next week with hopefully a much better show. Uh, speaking of much better shows, if you're not already doing so, cinemageekly.com slash premium. Head on over there right now. All of the shows available to everybody. And if you're a DC fan, for at least as long uh, as it's around, we also have the Gotham podcast until the end of the season. And then it's out of here. All you have to do is listen to previous episodes to understand why that's going to be the case. Uh, but we're covering everything else from the walking dead to the Marvel shows on Netflix, like daredevil and uh, Jessica Jones and star Trek and doctor who there's, uh, pretty much something for everybody. So go check it out. Cinemageekly.com slash premium. And of course, uh, brand new. This is something we got going on with all of the shows. Now flashing arrow available on iTunes and Google play music. Just uh, open up the app of your choice, search for Flashing Arrow, and you can subscribe and get all of the episodes downloaded to the device of your choice. Um, all right, let's hop in. Let's talk about uh, this trio O programs. Uh, and basically, uh, before somebody sends an email or just questions themselves uh, in their own head, yes, we have in the past doubled up on shows. Uh, like every now and again, we'll we'll miss a week and have to cover two episodes of Gotham, or some shows are set up to cover two episodes, like uh, the the Podcasters of Shield. This show, however, covers three shows each week, and I don't want to do a double episode where we're talking about six different shows. It's just not going to happen. So we're all going to suffer through this and get through it together as a group. Uh, so here we go, season two, episode nineteen of the Flash. It's called Back to Normal, even though this episode of Flashing Arrow is anything but. Uh, as Barry adjusts to his life without powers, Harrison Wells decides to leave the lab to look for his daughter, Jesse Quick. 
Shortly after speaking with her, Wells is attacked and kidnapped by a meta named Griffin Gray. Uh, he is really strong, but uh, there's a drawback. Every time he uses his super strength, he tends to age. Griffin Gray is actually 18, but he looks more like 28 or 38, and by the end of the episode, like 108. Uh, he demands that Wells find a cure for his metahuman abilities. Of course, he doesn't realize that this Harrison Wells is not the original Harrison Wells from Earth One. Uh, Barry discovers that when, uh, of course, Barry discovers that when Gray uses super strength, he accelerates uh, his aging process. Barry, Joe, and Cisco manipulate him into exerting his powers until he ages and dies, a weak old man. His body then reverts to its eighteen-year-old self. To fight Zoom, Wells offers to recreate the events that gave Barry his speed. On Earth 2, uh, Zoom tells Caitlin that he kidnapped her because he loves her. Caitlin encounters her doppelganger, Killer Frost, who was, uh, was captured by Zoom in a previous episode. Uh, Frost convinces Caitlin to help her escape, but then attempts to kill her. Zoom arrives and kills Caitlin. Uh, well, Earth 2 Caitlin. Uh, and uh, warns Earth-1 Caitlin not to free the man in the Iron Mask, or he will befall the same fate. Later, Zoom decides to conquer other Earths in the multiverse, and takes Caitlin back with him to Earth-1. Uh, I think this was a pretty good episode. I think it was a step up a little bit from last week. Aaron and I discussed uh, some of the uh, the failings of last week's uh, episode. I feel like this was a bit of a step up. Uh, I thought it was kind of interesting how they went with, um, because of course, Barry no longer has the speed force. He cannot run fast right now. So he is just average speed, Barry Allen. And, uh, they did a, they did a great montage of him kind of readjusting to everyday life and doing everything as us lowly regular slow humans do. Um, but I thought it was interesting that they managed to find a metahuman that he could defeat without needing his super speed. Um, they were able to reinforce his suit to allow him to take at least one or two hits from super strength Griffin Gray. But uh, yeah, they found a metahuman who basically sort of punched himself to death. Uh, as he used his strength, he got older, and they basically just had to wait him out until he eventually sort of killed himself. Uh, which I guess is a cheap way to go, but I give them points for cleverness to come up with a meta that Barry could defeat without being super fast. Um, I, uh, I guess I kind of enjoyed a little bit the, the two Caitlins, um, her meeting the, the evil doppelganger Killer Frost version of her, uh, and how she manipulates, uh, girl next door Caitlin from Earth One into helping her escape. Uh, other, otherwise, you know, this was kind of, uh, another one of those, uh, filler episodes that are, that are just going to take us from one to the next. Uh, obviously the whole idea here is for Barry to get his speed back. Uh, I believe I gave this one a three and a quarter, uh, for this week's episode. I believe that is a step up from last week, which I think I gave like two and uh two and three quarters or something along those lines so there we go a step up for the flash let's move on season four episode 19 of arrow it's called canary cry 
A life that hasn't had a chance to fully grow and live out its purpose in this world is a life that has been taken from this earth too soon. Laurel's gone, but if she were here, she'd tell you that you cannot forget who you are, and we can never become them. I don't know who I am anymore. Get out! is mourning Laurel Lance's death and tries to determine their next move against Damien DeHark. There is a sighting of the Black Canary, stopping an illegal weapons exchange. Ollie discovers that Laurel's sonic device is missing from her belongings at the hospital. The imposter turns out to be a former Hive prisoner named Evelyn Sharp, whom Oliver left behind after he saved the team when they were kidnapped by DeHark. Uh, believing she was with Dark voluntarily, I'm not going to do that the whole episode, uh, Captain Lance looks for a way to resurrect Laurel, even soliciting Nissa Al Ghul for help. Diggle, angry at being betrayed by Brother Diggle Jr., goes after Damien Dark's wife, Aruve Adams, but Oliver intervenes to prevent him from doing something he would regret, unfortunately. As a result... Aruve, or Rouve, Rouve, uses her mayoral authority to issue arrest warrants for all vigilantes. Sharp goes after Rouve publicly, but Oliver is able to talk her out of killing the mayor. At Laurel's funeral, Oliver reveals Laurel as the Black Canary to preserve her image with the city. Afterwards, Oliver vows to kill Damien Dark. In flashbacks, Oliver and Laurel struggle to come to terms with Tommy Merlin's death, and in the end, Oliver leaves Laurel to cope on her own and returns to the island of Lian Yu. Uh, you know what? This wasn't that bad of an episode. Compared to some other episodes we've gotten this season, this wasn't that bad. Um, I know they explained how Evelyn Sharp got Canary's uh, sonic device, they did not mention how they were, she was able to fully replicate the rest of her costume. Uh, she got that rather quickly and showed up rather quickly, like the day after Laurel's death. She is there. I don't know if she was planning some sort of uh, Black Canary tag team vigilante force of some kind, um, but that is not what happened here. Uh, she just happened to have uh, an alternate costume, I guess, and was going around fighting the crimes. Um, this, this was featuring kind of... Uh, uh, one vigilante outside of Team Arrow and one vigilante from within, that being, uh, that being Diggle, who sort of uh, crossed the line a little bit. Uh, Evelyn Sharp was outside of the group, but she was kind of crossing the line already. And uh, Diggle all but murdered Damien Dark's wife. I'm pretty sure he murdered the drivers of her limo, which may have very well just been innocent men <laughs> that were driving her to and from mayoral events. Uh, and he very nearly killed Dark's wife as well, but Oliver kind of got in the way. He sort of did that the whole episode, uh, in fact. He was sort of stopping people from crossing the lines. But at the end of the day, he himself sort of admitted to Felicity, who they're on again, off again. I have no idea what the relationship status is, but he said he's going to have to cross the line. 
and kill Damien Dark. Uh, things have gone too far. Uh, I actually liked the flashbacks this week. It was nice of them to sort of actually touch on the theme of the episode, which is what all of the best flashbacks did in previous seasons of this show. Granted, they didn't spend a lot of time on it, but they did mesh together really good. Um, so that was nice. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and give this episode of Arrow a three. It was pretty, it was, it was a decent episode, I thought. I can already hear Aaron's head swelling, so we're just going to move on to Season 2, Episode 13 of Legends of Tomorrow. Did I say Season 2? It's Season 1, Episode 13 of Legends of Tomorrow, called Leviathan. Here we stand at the edge of history. Onward to victory! Onward to immortality! I think I know what we can use to kill Savage. Bingo. We can change this future. What's and for? We've located the rebels. Burn them all! Now might be a good time to start praying. The team travels to London, the year 2166. They try to eliminate Vandal Savage before he finally takes over the world. While investigating Savage, Kendra notices that one of the female officers is wearing a bracelet that she originally wore when she first died in ancient Egypt. The team plans to retrieve the bracelet, hoping that it will help them kill Savage. They also join forces with local rebels. The officer turns out to be Vandal Savage's daughter. Captain Cold kidnaps her when he realizes she knows about the team and manages to convince her to assist them uh, in uh, in thwarting Savage. He sh uh, Snart basically shows her his true nature um, because she's kind of of the opinion of, yeah, he's a little cruel and vicious and genocidally a little bit, but you know the the real genocide thing that really wasn't him, and he's just a good guy deep down inside. And uh, it it took about twenty five seconds of video footage uh, to change her mind on that. Rory helps Kendra melt the bracelet down, and they coat Carter's mace with it so it can be used to kill Savage. Ray discovers that Savage's ultimate weapon is in fact. A gigantic robot, which then severely damages the Wave Rider. While the others go after Savage, Ray reverses the polarity of his atom suit so he can grow in size, and they have a giant robot versus giant man in robot suit battle. The mace is working uh, when she tries it out on uh, Savage, but she refuses to kill him when she learns that he has brainwashed that generation's incarnation of Carter to be one of his soldiers, and to save Carter's mind, she and Rip imprison Savage on the Wave Rider. This is a great episode. Uh, I'm happy to announce that the ratings ticked up very slightly from last week for this week's episode. More people need to watch this show. I know that Flash and Arrow are bigger-named heroes. I know people have been watching The Flash for a while. I know people have been watching Arrow for a while. But this show is really good. Uh, and this week's episode was pretty good. Um, first, the negative. Uh, Giant Adam uh, was all CG. And 
there are parts of it where it looked okay, and there are parts of it where they're on Ray Palmer's face, and it did not look like the worst CG I've ever seen. Like if his face was completely still and his eyes were closed and he wasn't moving. Uh, but when they started moving, it definitely looked like video game cutscene material, which uh, I couldn't they have just done like smaller scale set design or something or CG like a smaller set like underneath them or something like do as much practical shooting of him as you possibly can. I I don't know. It, it didn't it didn't look as good as I think it could have looked. And I feel like maybe they were a little more proud of how that CG looked than how it actually looked. Um, but other than that, the fight was pretty cool. The end where he literally just punches the robot's head off and decimates it is pretty great. Um, I love the badassery of Kendra deciding to, since she can't kill Savage with a bracelet, she just decides to melt it down and then coats a mace with it. That's pretty badass. Um, the, the one thing that I didn't get at the end of the episode is Savage reveals to her that Carter Hall is one of his soldiers and he's sort of blocked his memory, preventing him from realizing his true self and says, I'm the only person who can help you. Uh, Rip, Rip makes the argument that, you know, uh, you're sacrificing my family if you don't kill Savage. I think the better argument here is you're sacrificing Earth. Because remember, Vandal Savage takes over Earth. The whole planet, not just... Yes, he kills Rip's wife and child. Which is sad. Nobody's saying it isn't. But... The, the whole Earth. Apparently... Look, I'll cut him some slack. It was a very stressful situation. Entirely possible that... He was just, it's entirely possible that he just was not thinking straight. And he's like, my wife and my son. Uh, but I really would have went with, uh, look, yeah, I know you love Carter. And he's been like your soulmate through a whole bunch of lives and stuff. But he comes back to life, you know? Like, if you kill him, he'll come back again. You know, if you don't kill Savage right now, Earth, all of it. Uh, but they kidnap Savage instead, so we'll see what happens. Maybe they've saved Earth. Uh, maybe they've saved his uh, his wife and his son. We'll see what happens uh, when when we go through the next episode. Uh, so by and large, I like the episode. Uh, it was fun. Uh, it's just a really super enjoyable show that more people should be watching. Uh, I gave this one three and a half. A good episode this week. Okie doke. Uh, once again, a reminder for everybody that we're closing the show out here. Um, you can check us out. We're on iTunes. We're on Google Play Music. Just search for Flashing Arrow or Flashing Arrow Podcast. You'll be able to find us there and subscribe and get new episodes downloaded as they become available. And uh, go ahead and check out cinemageekly.com. Check out The Mothership, the main podcasts, and uh, cinemageekly.com slash premium for all the extra stuff that we talk about. And uh, we will come back next week, hopefully with hosts to discuss Season 2, Episode 20 of The Flash, called Rupture. Season 4, Episode 20 of Arrow, called Genesis. And Season 1, Episode 14 of Legends of Tomorrow, called River of Time. <laughs>